Nicole was your typical hopeless romantic, moonlighting as a fanfiction writer. Claudia was a hard-headed activist with a YouTube channel and the mysterious past. When Nicole hit a deep funk in her writing, Claudia suggests one of her hidden passions, romance novels. Now the two have fallen into a world of endless handsome hunks, doe-eyed damsels, and lascivious lovers. It is now their sacred duty to rank these novels on three criteria. Their steaminess. I had to fan myself off. Their dreaminess. She's not missing anything without him, but he makes her life better. And their meaniness. Cal wouldn't be in some small town pie-eating contest. That's not why he left me. <laughs> Join our heroines every other week as they overcome unhealthy relationship archetypes, thesaurus-abusing authors, and anatomical inaccuracies to prove that love can conquer all on the Three Little Words Podcast, only on the Moonshot Network. Okay, we rolling? Recording has resumed, Courier. Love to hear it. Sorry, I had a guy knocking on the ship door asking for money. Can you believe these people, Doga? Courier, it is my understanding that the visitor was asking why the kind Starlight was still parked at the station when we did not pay to stay the night. Oh. Are you sure? Quite. He informed you as much, and was wearing a new Penzance transit uniform. What he was wearing was a bad attitude. I told him we're waiting for our next pickup, which is true. Anyway, can we be a peach and wire them the overnight fee? I had already taken the liberty of opening the payment channel. Thanks, babe. Alright, let's get back to it. No matter where you walk in the city, you can see it. Some part of it, at least. 20 stories tall, I think? And even if you can't see it, you can hear it if it's game season. Because I swear to God, it's like a swarm of wasps getting together to form a power metal jam band. I mean, have you seen the engines on those things? Oh, <laughs> wait, back up. I should explain what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Drome. I think its full name is the Jetson L. Cowellweather Memorial Board Fellow Drome. But nobody in this town has the time for all those syllables. If you have the time, you're spending it there. If you have money, no you don't, because you spent that too. Everyone in a three-system radius of Titan flocks there every year for three straight months of high-stakes betting, waging all the denarii they've got on the highest-class monster borders in the game. Skateboards six feet long, plasma engines thrumming, roaring across an arena of twists, turns, and pipes that would make an abstract painter blush. So, yeah, that's the thing you can see, or hear, from almost anywhere in the city. And the city wasn't really built around that. Hey, excuse me, Ugh, coming through here. Hey, what part of Crosswalk don't you understand? And so there I was, running across traffic and weaving through streets packed with more money than I would see if I did this gig a hundred times at once. Busy is good, I think. There's life everywhere, always action happening. You never get lonely, that's for sure. Busy is good, but sometimes busy can also be a hell of a roadblock. Oh, that's a hell of a roadblock. Keep it moving, folks. Follow the signs. Hey, oh, 
Hey, excuse me. Mix, this is a no-crossing zone. Well, yeah, I can see that. The line of tents and trailers tipped me off. What's the deal, though? Board fest, Mix. Roads closed for setup today, and the festival runs through the next three weeks. Ah, so it's monster boarding stuff. About four full miles of it, yes. You're welcome to buy a ticket at registration about two miles down or up. And let me guess, I have to walk two miles if I need to get around it? I'm afraid so, Mix. Are you sure? (laughs) I'm on official courier business. Extremely official. Rules are rules, courier. Follow the signs. You're sure? Because my client's not going to be happy if I'm late. As the words left my mouth, I could hear Marcus's voice echoing through my head about being discreet. Who's your client? Hear that? Discreet. 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 (laughs) You know what? You're right. I'm just going to go ahead and follow these signs and not disrupt your lovely festival. Thank you. (laughs) Sayonara. Let's back up again, just for the record. The reason I turned into a puddle the moment the random security guard asked a question was because of the package I had put on a hover cart so I wouldn't have to touch it. I was taking it to the Dragonfly Nest, a resident drug haven run by some kind of moonlight revolutionary in dire need of goo that explodes if you yell at it. I know that because when I touched the package, it told me its whole life story. And look, I'm not the one to say no to a legally dubious gig with a handsome paycheck at the end. But this... Oh, I don't know what I was bargaining for, but this wasn't it. So there I was, on a voyage for the legendary promised land known as the Functional Crosswalk. And then... Hey, it's Clem! Nothing to see here, officer. Wait! Holy shit! Is that... is that Alder? Uh, You're not supposed to swear at me, you're a professional! And you're a professional pain in my ass! How are you, kid? You're like four inches taller than the last time I saw you. Uh, four and a half... I'll have you know. When in doubt, follow the locals. Alder was a kid who helped me find a quick route once when I delivered a bunch of imported calcium. It was when they were rebuilding some of the highways through town, demolishing old buildings to add more lanes, terraformer iron slamming the earth back into place. The usual stuff. Tons of streets were blocked off, and I was having a hard time when he shows up. It'd been maybe a year since then for me. Is that about three years for him, Doga? Temporal interludes since Sakine Starlight's last arrival on Titan line up with forward movement of 4.3502 Earth Standard Years. Huh. Well, call me surprised and bad at math. Well, good to see you again. You're working city events now? Sometimes, yeah. They need a lot of hands for stuff like this. I've been setting up tables for a thruster showcase tent for over an hour. Jeez, how many kinds of thrusters can there be? About 25 tables worth, I guess. But the job has its perks. You want to take the quick way through? Like a shortcut? You won't get in trouble? Nah, you're making a delivery for the convention. I... Y- yeah, I I sure am. Alright, our stores are straight. You headed south? It's like this for a few blocks, so come on. But I... This is... Okay. Coming. When Alder found me a year ago. Four years ago? Whatever. He took me through the guts. Like, really through the guts. We passed under a terraformer that wasn't running. I mean, right under it. This huge spear of metal hanging down above us. We went through the rubble of some houses that had just gotten demolished, and we walked along the side of the highway, speeders roaring by us. By comparison, cutting across a street of half-built tents and signs for anti-gravity wheel upgrades seemed quaint. 
We walked into a whole matrix of side streets. Some shops, some high-end apartments. All quiet. So what? Do these guys just shut down while the border fest gets set up? Something like that. You ever been? To the border games? <laughs> I wish. I don't know what you think a courier salary is, but it's not good enough for that. I bet they're wicked cool though, right? I wouldn't know. Actually, I've never been either. Oh. So, where are you headed today? Oh, uh, you know, South Town. How far south? Uh, pretty far. I know the address. You don't need to worry about me after I get out of here. Pretty far. Ugh. Oh, wait! Watch it! Uh, I'm okay, I'm okay. Let me just, uh... Did the box stay together? It, uh... Yeah, I think it did. I just need to... Alder? I have a weird request. What's that? I need you to pick this up for me. Wait, what? Is it full of osmium or something? What makes you think I can lift that if you can? It's not that it's heavy. I... Just please do it. I need to see something. I promise. I'll explain. Uh, alright. Here goes. Huh. Alright. Just set it back down on the cart. Are you, uh... Are you hearing anything weird? Clem, what are you talking about? Uh, like any weird voices or whispers or a series of incriminating conversations that make you realize you've gotten in way over your head. What? Clem, what is this? What am I holding? About to be nothing, loser! My package! That kid just took my package! Ah, Quasar's right out of my hands. Come on, hurry! Hey, that's guilt-protected mail! They're not gonna stop for you just because you yell. Man, you don't understand. If I don't get that back, I'm in so much shit with people I don't even know. Dangerous people, I think. Is one of those people named Strelitzia by any chance? What? Uh, how? Okay, okay, stop, stop. You lost us. Uh, lost us? Well, how do we make them unlose us? I need to get that back. For Strelitzia, I know. Clem? I think I was meant to meet you. Well, that's... That's awful sweet, buddy, but I, I don't like you like that. Not what I meant. I work for the Dragonfly Nest. For Strelitzia. What? I thought you worked for shitty skateboard con or whatever. I work wherever she needs me to work. Today, she needed me to work here to keep an eye out for you. Me? How would she know? She wouldn't. She has her guys out there who make their deals, and our jobs are to find the couriers who are shipping the goods in. And, uh... You found me. Yeah. Yes, I found you. Didn't realize it for a while, but here we are. Sorry for all the confusion. Do you like working for her? Isn't she scary? Not exactly. She understands us. And everyone who works under her. She's really trying to make some changes in this city, and all she needs is the tools. The tools? Shit. Alder, how are we going to get that package back? That is actually going to be pretty easy. I think I know exactly where that border is going. Them and probably about a dozen of their friends. You do? Yep. I used to ride with them. Come on. I'll tell you about it on the way. And so we did. Turns out, when I met Alder that first time, he was riding around with this little, I don't know, hoodlum gang? Doga. What's the term for a bunch of scrappy teenagers riding around town on jerry-rigged boards and having a kick-ass time? Commencing search. Ugh, I gotta get your hypothetical query detection tuned up. Anyway, he and this little club of his used to fix up monster boards and ride around parts of town nobody was in. Sometimes break stuff, sometimes help lost couriers or little old ladies find their way through town. But then... Well, then Strelitzia reached out to me. 
Actually, I guess it's more accurate to say I ran into one of our supply runners. And twisted the poor guy's ankle. So, I asked where his crate of stardust was going and rode off. I got there half an hour before they were expecting him. Next day, the guy with the twisted ankle comes knocking at our hideout. I think he's there for revenge. But instead, he comes with a job offer, courtesy of the lady herself. Whoa. Talk about failing upwards. Thing is, she was only looking to hire me, not all of us. Oh. Wait. So was the kid who stole my package one of your old buddies? Out for revenge? What? No, that kid's like 13. They basically just grew legs. Eh, you'd look 13 too if it wasn't for that terrible mustache. Hey, my friends tell me it looks sophisticated. Yeah, man. If I were them, I'd be scared to insult you too. <laughs> you look like an evil centipede is latched onto your face. Well, anyway, no, I don't know your package thief. But I'm pretty sure some of the people I used to ride with are still screwing around this place somewhere. And you know, Doka, that was when it really dawned on me. Alder had been leading me through street after street. By now, we were at least a mile past where we had met, and I didn't see any workers anymore. All around us, it was three-story houses with no lights on, and corner stores with boarded-up doors. Alder, are we close to the hideout? If it's the same place it used to be. See that hardware store? Yeah, past there? That's it. That's it? So, I'm looking up at this building, with dusty windows that I guess used to have fancy new drills and plasma torches on display. It's not lit up, but the neon sign says Cassidy's clamps and more. Something told me Cassidy wasn't around anymore. Alder, what's going on here? You said places were just shut down for the convention. No, I didn't. You said that. And you weren't far off. So it's just... Abandoned? It's all been abandoned for about seven blocks. Come on. Not so fast. Yeah, not so fast. Well, we're surrounded. Any ideas? Just one. City slickers should know better than to come near our turf. Yeah, and fancy mail carriers should know better than to... Um... Come near our turf, too. Man, you've got to stop copying my lines. We can't keep saying the same thing. You guys ride those boards like you've been on them a while. Who'd you learn from? We learned from the streets, old man. Yeah, the streets of pain. There you go. Good job, Borgus. Thanks, Corbus. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it all before. You're very ferocious little monster boarders who were carved into what you are by a hard life lived on the mean streets. Did you hear that from Calico or Judah? Literally who, old man? More like, uh, indubitably who. It's okay, Borgus. Nobody bats a million. Judah and Calico Blitz? They're the ones running the place? Who's in charge of you tykes? Whatever. One of you stole something that belonged to my friend here, and they would very much like it back. Oh, dude, I think I know who this old guy is talking about. Remember when we joined up, the boss said two riders had skipped town? Oh yeah! He said they gave up and went to work for the man. I still don't know what that means. Wait, they're both gone? That can't be right. They were so mad at me when I left, there's no way they'd bail too. Wait, dude! You trying to tell us you used to ride around here? Dude, we probably weren't even born yet. I'm not- I'm not even that much older than you guys! Uh-uh, okay. Grandpa, let's- let's get you back to bed. Yeah, man, I bet he turned his board into a walker! Hey, there you go, Borgus. That right there, that's a great follow-up line. Alright, enough! Listen, I don't care who the boss is nowadays. Some kid came riding by us about 10 minutes ago and stole my friend's cargo right from under their nose. Not right under it. Pfft. Yeah, right. Why should we listen to you? Even if you were telling the truth, 
why the hell would we give it back to you? Orders take what they like and do what they like. Yeah! 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 Take what they like and do what they like? Is that really how you guys are living? It's going to explode. Wait, really? Yeah, really? Don't listen to them, dude. It's gotta be some kind of trick. I don't know, dude. What if they really mean it? There could be anything in there. You know, Rongo, they'll snatch anything. It's not a trick. It's full of something really dangerous that could blow up at any second if you... They weren't lying, dude! Our hideout! My package! All right, enough of this. We're going in. And that was just what we did. It's scary, losing a package. I've done it before. This isn't exactly a ringing endorsement of what we do, but it's practically a rite of passage to screw up like that at least once. Whether you're getting jumped by space pirates or punk monster boarders, the panic is the same because that's my job you're running away with. Or accidentally detonating. But sometimes... Sorry for the rude loudness, dudes. I was trying to replace the ionizer on my board and it blew a fuse. Ionizer? So... Dude, it smells like a toast factory in here. Yeah, a burnt toast factory. Borgus, I am so proud of you. Hey, who are these guys? Why are you dolts letting strangers into our clubhouse? Your clubhouse? This used to be my clubhouse. Now... Now I don't know any of you people, and this feels weird. Bookmark that. More importantly, you stole a package from me and I need it back. Not gonna happen, dude. What makes you think you can just waltz right in here and take it? No, no, hang on. What happened to the workshop that used to be over there? This place is a mess. The workshop's wherever we need it to be, old man. What's it to you? What's it to- Ooh. I don't know what made Calico and Judah split, but they'd be furious to see this place. Calico and Judah? You know those old timers? Haven't seen them in nearly a year now. And who's been running the show since then? You're looking at him. Name's Rongo Gulch. Quickest boarder in the Northwest Annex. Handsomest, too, some say, but, you know, fans. You? You're like 14. I'm 15, thank you very much. All right, all right. Hey, the angry courier is talking. I don't care if you're the king of Neptune. You've got something really, really dangerous that I need to get back. You're lucky your little ionizer explosion didn't set off something a lot bigger. What is it? A severed hand holding a plasma grenade with the pin pulled out? In for a penny, in for a pound. Blue jay gum. A whole tube of it. Whoa! That stuff's hella strong. Definitely not street legal. There's a whole tube of that in there? The package. I didn't even see it over there. How did you bury it behind a pile of boards this fast? We make a lot of stuff. I don't know how many decades ago you rode out here, but there's junk aplenty, pal. Well, it doesn't look like you banged it up too badly. Listen, I don't know what you're looking for, but since this doesn't have any scrap iron for you boys to tinker around with, I'm just gonna go ahead and take it back, alright? Now, hold on there. If that's real blue jay gum you've got in there, I don't know about that. That stuff will blow half a block onto a different street. Imagine all the stuff we could get up to with that, boss. So much stuff we could get up to, boss. My thoughts precisely, gentlemen. I'm thinking we keep Mixed Mailman's box of goodies and see just how much we can amp things up. And that was when I had my moment of genius. You're gonna have to catch me first. Yo! Yo! Hey! You can't just start riding on one of the boss's boards like that. Yeah, let's get him! Not so fast. Clem, I'll handle these guys. You go. Ten blocks east of here, hang a hard left. Okay. Are you sure? I'll meet you there.
first, I have to give these guys a performance review. Hey! First off, let's talk about the way you guys have been keeping this place. It is a pigsty! So, here's the thing about monster boards. Whether they're the usual helium-powered kind or they run off of homegrown vegetable oil hybrid goo, they roar like hell while they're getting going. So as I blasted out of that hardware store, I knew I'd be attracting attention quick, as fast as I was going. The other thing about monster boards is that I hadn't ridden one since I was a teenager. The other other thing is that they're hard to ride while you've got a box trying to invade your brain. You've gotta be kidding me. Not now. Come on, not now. It's a delicate position, Bella. No, get out. Come on, get out. I, I can't with you right now. If something does go wrong, your friend and her friends aren't going to have the time to send any snail mail anywhere. Come on, Clem. Focus. Ten blocks, then hang hard left. Just focus on anything. Henderson's Deli. Street Shine Chewers Emporium. Crepetastrophe. Jeez, these places are all shuttered. But rest assured. These blue jays will bounce. Come on. Okay. Mackerel Street, Trout Avenue. Warning, blue jay bounced ahead. Fuck. No, that says, warning, barricade down ahead. What barricade? I just wanted to be known for the record that yes, I'm well aware that I should have been keeping track of how many blocks I had passed. Oh wait, is that a cliff? Caught you. Nowhere to run, dude. That's a dead end unless you want to take a long fall. I don't think that's a decision at this point. I'm going too fast to stop. And that's how I died. I'm dead now. And my ghost will eternally haunt this vessel forevermore. This is not factual, Courier. I can sense your heat signature as normal. Oh, you got me. But no... I did think I was going to die. Not a fan. There are better things to feel. But luckily, I shall live on for probably more near-death experiences to come. Whoa! Warning! The below area is a former New Penzance mining zone used to construct the Jetson L. Cowellweather Memorial Boardfellow Fellow. <sighs> 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 okay. Okay. Don't look down. Don't look down. Mineral deposits under the topsoil of Titan contain trace elements that have been known to induce conditions including itching, swelling, diarrhea, nausea, narcolepsy. <sighs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You know, dangling from a security drone never made it onto my bucket list before. But now, I guess I can save myself the trouble of crossing it off. The huge, gaping maw below me didn't look like the quarry that the drone said it was. From what glimpse I could get, without puking from 50 stories up in the air, it looked like a park. And part of town, too. Buildings, lights, the whole shebang. I realized I was hovering over Founder's Chasm, a torn-up hole in the ground they dug to get the materials to build the boarding drone. I heard about it, but I didn't realize. Well, we'll get there. Astral projection, manifestations, disillusionment, paradoxical thought, wet stool. In the meantime, I'd love to tell you I'm sprightly enough to not weigh down the drone, but unfortunately, 
I have bones and clothes and things that weigh things. We were going down slowly as I white-knuckled the drone's landing gear. I could see Rongo back at the cliff's edge, jaw agape. Alder would have to be on his way to the dragonfly nest by now, if he was done giving those kids an earful. I'd hope I'd be able to get there from wherever it exactly was I was descending into. After a couple minutes of descent, I got the nerve to look down again and realize I was actually nearly at the ground and right in the center of the park. Additionally, some patients have experienced dental growths on other body parts, including the shins, knees, spleen, thyroid. Yeah, I, I get it. Don't lick rocks. Great advice. This is my stop. Okay, package reasonably intact. Weird border kids dispatched. The board I rode in on, probably through someone's window. But they can't all be victories. Now, where the hell am I? Exactly where you want to be, I expect. Are you Mixbianchi? Oh, I, uh, <laughs> yes. Hello. <laughs> That's me, your friendly neighborhood flying courier. Alder called ahead, said you were on your way. We didn't expect you to come from above. Yeah, I mean, I'm no professional skydiver, but I like to think. Wait, this is the dragonfly nest? It's part of it. Come, Strelitzia is expecting you. And so I followed them across this park. Green grass below, Titan's pink sky overhead. There were kids playing by a tree. A real tree. The first one I'd seen in this city. And there were also these sculptures. Are those monster boards? Reclaimed ones, yes. They fall down here from the drone, or from junk barges, or just off the cliff. And he turned them into art? We reclaim everything we can, Mix. Here we are. I'd been led to a huge amphitheater at the back of the park. It was all painted, but underneath the white and brown, there were all these different shapes and textures, like it was Frankenstein together from whatever these people could get their hands on. I got brought about behind it to, well, I guess it was a green room? Ma'am, I've brought the courier. They're all yours. Wait, what? Uh, hello? Do you take cream? The voice tumbled down the steps of a staircase, down from a metal balcony. Big green room, I guess. Whoever Strelitzia was, she had taste. All these enormous cloth tapestries hung on the walls, little statues and painted pots and shelves. The whole place was less a black box theater and more an antique store. Uh... In your coffee, Miss Courier. I treat even unexpected and unwelcome guests with some courtesy, after all. Not that you're either of those things. Oh. Oh, uh, sure, uh, yeah. Cream and the sweetest sugar you've got. If you're offering. Silverware clinked. Lights flickered. There was so much stuff in there, Doga. Vases and guns from old wars? It was a lot to take in. I could have spent an hour, and, and then she came down those stairs. I mean, I meet a lot of people doing this. A lot of people. And it's not like I've never seen anyone like this woman before. I have. But God, you think about a queen pin with power over a whole sector of one of the oldest off-earth settlements, and... Not what you were expecting? Huh? I know that look, Courier. You came in here expecting a suit, maybe a cybernetic eye and a cane, or perhaps a neon mohawk and a human skull tattooed over my face. I get it a lot. Oh, I, well, yeah. Sorry if that's rude. Marcus didn't really give me an idea of what to expect. I see. And how is our friend Marcus? Fine, when I met him. Terrible taste in music. I watched him buy a tape of doom metal theraphone covers. <laughs> And who do I have the pleasure of meeting? Who convinced him to make such regrettable choices? Oh, right. Sorry. I'm Clem. Uh, Clementina Bianchi. Courier. Hmm. Indeed. 
Well, Clem, I must say, I appreciate your tenacity in getting my goods here safely. Since you know what was inside that package, I'm sure you understand better than ever the delicacy needed. Since I... Oh, right. You heard from Alder. Listen, I can explain. I promise, I didn't pry your box open. I would never... Uh, (laughs) What's, What's so funny? Oh, goodness, you're so quick to apologize. Clem, can I call you Clem? Sure. Clem, let's be frank with each other. You are a Silverleaf courier, correct? I am, or I was. You know. I assumed as much. Do you know why that is? I don't. Marcus did hone in on that when he recruited me. Are you just hiring us? Well, it's not as though I've conscripted every one of you into private service or anything, but it would be fair to say that your lot is in a position that works very well for me and my operation. Do you follow? I... I think I do. I don't like to talk about it. I promise you. There's a reason I prod at what I'm sure must be an unbearably fresh wound for you. About three weeks ago, I had another courier come through here. He got a job done for me that was similar to yours, and I offered him another one upon its completion. Unfortunately, he refused. And do you know what he told me? That he didn't want to get arrested? (laughs) You're a funny one. He told me he had been getting headaches from his cargo through his whole journey, hearing voices, seeing faces he didn't know, and he told me he wasn't the only one. Couriers hearing whole conversations by getting near their deliveries, touching them, looking at them. He said the stress of it was too much, all within the last few weeks, relatively. Does any of that sound familiar, Clem? So, you knew I was going to find out what you had in that box. Well, not new, no, but suspected. Clem, in my line of work, I do a veritable decagram of suspecting before the sun's even visible. And the other couriers that he mentioned, were they all... All self-reliefs, yes. About how many of you are left? Uh, A couple dozen, maybe. Twenty-seven. There are exactly twenty-seven of us. So wait, sorry, let's just... Mr. Litzia, ma'am, let's back up here. I heard a specific conversation when I touched your cargo. I heard you and that Marcus guy talking. I I could almost see bits of it too. And I wanted to meet you because I heard you say you knew something about what happened to Hearthstone Station. Is this it? Ah, This is weird. This is weird, right? I mean, weird shit happens out here. I know that. But this? This is so much. How are you not looking at me like I've got two heads? I'm simply impressed how much you've managed to fit into the one you've got. And yes, that would be the ticket. If that courier can be believed, there's a chance every one of you Silverleafs has the same ability. And all of them since Hearthoak Station went missing? That... I sound like an idiot. But that was the first time I'd said what had happened out loud like that. Since it happened. I saw it, you know. Grand Hearthoak, the Silverleaf Guild Central Station. The closest thing I'd had to home in... a long time. I was playing outside on Crossed Atlas, which... It orbits around, and it just happened to be right up there in the sky. There one second, and then gone. Like it was eclipsed by some big invisible moon and, I don't know, swallowed up? None of us know. Believe me, I wouldn't force you to talk about it otherwise. But, given your situation, I felt it a common courtesy. Well, thank you. I find that when one is in possession of certain types of information, there's a particular sort of responsibility that comes along with it. Should these new abilities persist, you may do well to remember that yourself. Okay. Are you? Okay, I mean. 
Mm. Honestly, I think so, yeah. I guess I'm feeling less like I'm unraveling, knowing I'm not the only one. What was his name? The other courier? I'd rather not say. Even if you're all part of the same family, I don't divulge my sources unless I know you're part of mine. And I like you, Clem, I truly do, but we're not quite there yet. Now, you will of course receive the rest of your payment, but before you go... Oh, sure. Now you hit me with a catch. No, no. More of an opportunity. As we've established, I need couriers like yourself for some of my work here and there. I heard about your little escape by board, and the way Alder described it, it was quite impressive. I have more work for a courier like you, if you take it. Even though I can apparently spy on you through your groceries. Precisely because of that, actually. Since you're in the know, I would rather keep you close. As I said, certain knowledge comes with certain responsibilities. Whoa. Okay, I think there's been a misunderstanding. You seem very well organized, Mr. Alicia, and my friend Alder seems to really believe in you. Hell, I guess a lot of people do. And that's very cool. But I don't get that involved in my clients' lives. I don't know what you're doing with that blue jay gum, but it's not my job to find out. My job's just to get it to you. I'm not asking you to rig up explosives here, Clem. All I'm offering is a continuing business relationship. As you may well have surmised, I have some rather major plans for New Penzance. The city has more than its share of cancers, and I'm doing the work I can do to see some of their tumors removed. You're right. That doesn't have to involve you. But the offer remains. I have eyes and ears in more places than even an interloper like you might realize. All I would do is have them add you to their list of people we can trust. I, uh, look, I'm flattered you trust me like that, but you don't even know me. Nor you me. And yet, even when you became acutely aware you were arming a drug lord with weapons of terror, you stayed your course. I set my coffee and took Strelitzia in. Really looked at her. She was tall and perfectly comfortable in her own skin, in her own space, even in talking with me. But beneath that, you could tell from just looking at her that this was a lady who had been through some shit and who didn't make decisions lightly. I can talk as much as I want about not getting involved, but well, I guess she got what she wanted. When Alder took me through town, there were so many places shut down. Stores. Restaurants. More than stores and restaurants, Courier. Homes. Whole blocks of them that eventually withered and died. Now, half of them are new spaceports where people park to come and see the boarders ride around their drome. Meanwhile, the people of this city spend every day catering to the biggest attraction in the solar system. All the while, their own lives are pushed further and further to the side. And you're going to do something about that? I'm certainly going to try. And regardless of my methods, the trying is all that I believe matters in the end. If you want to gather the attention of a crowd, the instrument doesn't matter, Clem. It simply matters that you're loud enough. Well, as long as you're not asking me to kill the mayor, I suppose the extra work wouldn't hurt. Oh no, I'll be killing the mayor myself. That was a joke, dear. I'll put the notice out right away that you're in our good graces. It may get you a free meal or two here in the city, too, if you go to the right places. Someone will be outside to pay you. Okay. Well, Miss Trelitzia, this has been absolutely baffling. It's a pleasure doing business with you. May this be the first of many. Safe travels to you on your way. And Clem? Good luck. Yeah. You too. Oh boy, that was intense. 
All right. How do I get out of here? I wish I had managed to hold on to that monster board. I can always loan you a spare. Hey, there you are. You finished reading those kids their rights? More or less. Sorry I had to stick around, but they turned that place into such a dump, Clem. It was never like that when I was riding there. We had standards. <laughs> All right, Maverick. Calm down. Both Pharaoh. Whom's to know? She told you, right? About the last Silverleaf she hired? That's his name. Figured might want to know. I, uh... It's none of my... Dang, kid. Good thinking. I didn't think she'd tell you. And if I were in your shoes, I'd want to know. Well, we're on the same page there. Thanks, Alder. You're a good guy. I just do what I can. Anyway, that was some quick thinking back there. I didn't know you knew how to ride. Does the oldest kid in the galaxy think I'm cool? Well, not if you keep talking to me like that. Now, here, I've got the rest of what you're owed. And I also have a ride back to your ship if you want. It's no drone, though. I hope it's no monster board either, after what I've been through. Ah, well, I have great news. Ever heard of this old-fashioned thing called a motorcycle? Doga, finish recording. I think that just about covers it. Yes, Courier. Would you also like me to begin charting a course for our next destination at this time? Yes. I was scanning job boards, and I think I have something. Some famous author needs her next masterpiece picked up. Real recluse lives in a creepy mansion by herself a couple moons from here, over on Mimas. Should be extremely straightforward. Understood. Charting course for Mimas. They gave me a receipt letter to hand her when I get there. I was nervous to take it, but it's been sitting in my pocket this whole time, and it hasn't made a peep. Like, look, I've got my hands on it and everything, and no- oh, ah! Shit. Okay. 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 We're not done with that, then. Are you in distress, Courier? No. The letter just did the new, very normal thing that it does. I guess it's good to know I'm not the only one. But now, I just feel bad for everyone else out there. I mean, first we lose Heart Oak Station. Don't know why. And now we're hearing full ethereal radio stations through our cargo. And can't figure that out either. Courier, is there any way I can assist in this matter? Huh. <laughs> Thanks. But no. Just set a course and let's get out of the city. Hey, you think we could fit a miniature skate park in the ship? I'm not gonna lie. That chase kinda riled me up. I bet I could pop some neat tricks. Courier, given the size of the kind starlight and the number of rooms to store heaps of your clothing, I would not recommend such an endeavor. Postage Required, Episode 2, The Blue Jay Gig, Part 2, starred Kai Swanson as Clementina Bianchi, Felix Kingsley as Doga, Scott Jacobson as Alder, and Lex Frazier as Strelitzia, with Ron White and Raina McCurry as Borgus and Gorbus, Jay Petroquin as Rongo Gulch, Stephen Chisholm as Marcus, Siren Song as Bella, and Anna Stein, Jay Petroquin, and Wheels Wheeler as the ensemble. The Blue Jay Gig Part 2 was written, directed, and edited by Jay Petroquin, and produced by Jay Petroquin and Christopher Hutton. 
The show's opening theme, Kind Starlight, was written and produced by Jay Petroquin and Timothy Lamarck. Other sound effects and background sounds are courtesy of freesound.org, and the show's artwork was created by Gary Calupo. Thanks to our first supporters on Patreon, including 24 Oceans, Jice, and Raina McCurry. You can help us to grow additional postage required for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash additional postage required. If you do so, you can get your name read aloud in thanks right here on the podcast and get access to early episodes, written commentaries, and more to come. Additional postage required can be found on Twitter at APR underscore podcast. We are also a member of the Moonshot Podcast Network, where you can find a galaxy of shows ready to blast their own cavalcade of voices into your head. We can't guarantee that you'll hear about a rebel uperising, but you will catch wind of tabletop adventures, hyperfixations, and good fun. Find out more at moonshotpods.com and join us on Discord to talk about the show. And hey, don't forget to write. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Turtle and I are going out to dinner. You two better behave while we're gone. And most importantly, no improv. If I hear any yes and, you're getting the back of this hand. Well, Vince, it looks like we've got the Kame House all to ourselves. Yeah, we do, Aaron, and you know what that means. It's time to throw a banger of a we're Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We're going through every iteration of Dragon Ball, episode by episode, and performing improvised scenes based on what we watched. And you don't have to be a Dragon Ball super fan to enjoy the podcast, because each week we do a one-minute roundup to catch everyone up so you can enjoy the latest and greatest episode. Yes, and... What the shell is going on? They're doing improv all over the Kame House. They even put on flannel shirts. We're Kame House Party, part of the Moonshot Network, with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't close out a promo while I'm yelling at you. Finn.